The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line now we've got from the University of Melbourne, Professor Tim Fletcher, to talk about the use of smart rainwater tanks in urban lakes to try and conserve the habitat of the platypus. Um, Professor, thanks very much for being on the program. Thanks for inviting me along. Well, talk to us about this project. What is the uh, issue with the platypus and um, how is its uh, habitat under threat? Well, um, the platypus is a little bit in, a, in between a rock and a hard place, so to speak. It's, um, if, you, if you're in an urban stream, you're either getting belted by runoff every time it rains. You, know, you get all the water rushing off the roads and the roofs where that's all its pollutants and then rushing into the stream causing erosion and, and damaging your habitat. But then in urban areas, when it doesn't rain, because all of that water has you know, disappeared so quickly and hasn't soaked into the ground, uh, you find that urban streams tend to be pretty dry. And so poor platypus, it's either getting belted or it's got no water at all. And um, that's pretty hard for a, an organism that lives in a river or a creek trying to, uh, you know, for, eke, out a, eke out a living. Uh, it needs a much more sort of steady, gentle kind of flow regime. And that's what we're trying to come up with a way of creating for it. And how common is the platypus in urban areas? Well, sadly, um, less and less common. So we find that in most urban areas, they tend to either be extinct uh, or they'll just be a, a very small remnant population uh, hanging on. And this project is um, centred around Mombolt Creek catchment, so in the sort of Dandenong Ranges to the east of Melbourne, uh, where you've got one of those little remnant populations just doing everything they can to hang on. Uh, and we want to see if we can save that population, but I suppose the bigger picture is if we can make it work here, we can, you know, we've essentially got a template for how you'll save them in other, uh, you know, urban streams where there are that little remnant population, you know, just struggling along trying to survive. So how does it work? Explain how the rainwater tanks and the urban lakes come into play. Yeah, so maybe I'll, I'll start a little bit from the start. We were working with um, on two sort of quite unrelated projects. We were working with Southeast Water on some pretty cool kind of nerdy technology they developed called uh, Tank Talk, um, where they basically have a controller that you can uh, connect to your rainwater tank. It's uh, downloading the uh, Bureau of Meteorology's twice daily uh, rainfall forecasts. So they get uh, delivered sort of 6 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, and it's saying, oh, hang on, it looks like there's going to be lots of rain in nine hours. Uh, and this tank is either full or, you know, close to full. That means that tank's going to overflow and we might get flooding downstream. We don't want that. So we will automatically open a valve and release a little bit of water in a nice controlled way so that when the rain comes, we can retain it essentially uh, and, and stop flooding. So it was, you know, invented as a way of reducing flooding. Nice, clever idea. Uh, and in another project with Yarra Rangers Council and Melbourne Water, we were starting to put in rainwater tanks to try to reduce those you know, peak flows coming off roofs, going into streams to try to protect streams. And the, the four of us, Melbourne Water and, and Melbourne Uni and um, 
South East Water and Yarra Chief Council, we were sort of all in an unrelated meeting together and we started saying, hang on, we should put this together. We could adapt this technology and rather than just reducing flooding, we could use it to essentially artificially recreate a more natural flow regime in the streams where platypuses are. Um, and, and that was where the idea was born. So we are going to um, engage with a whole lot of householders and, and offer them uh, a, a rainwater tank with uh, this control system on it. Um, we're going to have that operated as a sort of a network that talks to each other, so each tank knows if the other one is releasing, or at least its computer does, um, so that they can coordinate their releases. And we've got a couple of big um, big water storages in that area, Belgrave Lake and Mombol Creek Retarding Basin. They will also be connected to the network. So, for example, the tanks might release water into those storages and then uh, those storages over two weeks might just trickle some nice water into the creek to keep the platypus going, you know, during dry periods, particularly leading up to breeding where uh, the female platypus really need to take in a lot of food in preparation for breeding. Um, and so they need those really optimal conditions. And if we if we don't have those, they tend to not have a very good breeding season. They don't tend to produce many young. How widespread is that smart rainwater tank technology that really integrates with the Bureau of Meteorology's rainfall forecasts? Yeah, so it started to be used um, a, a bit. It's, it's not something you see on every tank, but um, uh, Southeast Water has applied it in a development um, called Aqua Revo, where I think every house, you know, there are a few hundred houses, every house has one of these um, uh, systems in it. works really well. It's actually, you know, it's quite clever, but it's also quite simple. It's literally just a valve and this nice little clever controller. Um, and they're you know reasonably cost effective, so it's um, it's a technology now that's mature enough for us to feel like yep we can apply it without you know any kind of uh, any complexity. It's you know well established, and our, our job is essentially just to adapt the way it works so that it um, is uh, you know focused on delivering a nice uh, flow regime that suits the platypus. And how are numbers of platypus going more broadly? Because it sounds like it's quite a vulnerable species if uh, it can't really thrive if there's too much rain, but also if there's yeah. not enough. Yeah, so um, in you know rural areas where you tend not to have that kind of um, you know urban runoff uh, eroding the creeks, then you still have you know quite good numbers. But certainly in urban areas, uh, it's over the last few decades, it's. Um, You've certainly seen uh, drops in the number of or reduction in the number of uh, platypus. And, you know, like a lot of species, it's also, uh, you know, a bit threatened by the sort of changing climate where we tend to have, you know, more kind of episodic kind of behaviour where you'll get really long dry periods and then really intense rainfall. Um, that's not the sort of thing that a platypus like or actually not many aquatic organisms love that kind of um, situation. So that makes it a bit harder. Um, but again, this technology allows us to compensate for that because we can essentially shave off those peaks so that the you know velocities in, in the creeks are a little bit less, so it's a bit less kind of – they're not getting belted around as much. 
um, and then use that water that we've held during those peaks to release nice and slowly so that um, we can you know, give them a, a chance to keep, keep um, surviving. And last of all, where can people go if they want to find out more information? Because I'd imagine there'd be a few people locally uh, watching what's going on up there in the, the Monbolk catchment area and thinking this might be possible down here. Yeah, indeed. So if you just search for uh, Monbolk Creek Project uh, Platypus, you'll you'll find some things. Or uh, if you search Waterway Ecosystem Research Group at the University of Melbourne, then you'll find uh, details of all our projects, uh, including this one. Well, thanks very much for being on the program, Professor, and good luck with it. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you, Professor Tim Fletcher with us there from the University of Melbourne talking about um, the regulation of flow through uh, smart rainwater tanks which integrate with the Bureau of Meteorology. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11 or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or wherever you get your podcasts.